Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Weekly Waffle. My name's Joe Smart. I hope you're well and having a good week. So this week I am going to be waffling on around personal power, which sounds like a very broad topic, but it's something I've been pondering for a long while now because it feels that when we're doing big changes in regardless of what field we kind of work often the only energy or thing that we have to make that thing happen is ourselves so let me just expand let me go backtrack so if i'm a teacher and i'm trying to teach a class and i'm sure there are many teachers out there who do the amazing work every single day but if i'm a teacher teaching a class what what do i use to transmit the information i've got in my head into my student's head in a way that they understand there's no uh, electricity, there's no coal, there's no, you're not burning anything. All you've got is your, is the enthusiasm, your ability to um, explain the topic in a way that's interesting and exciting for everyone who's listening, in a way that, in lots of different ways that people can buy into and understand, and to take the time to really make it real for everyone. So what do you actually use? And my guess is that you just use your own uh, use of self, which is something we call in OD, where you use your own energy, your motivation, your intrinsic power to really support people to get to where you want to get them. So teaching is a great example. Another example might be something like sales. You know, you've got something that you think can benefit someone else. You want to sell to them. You want them to buy into what you're doing. And that can be sales for uh, actual products. You know, if you're a traditional salesperson, it can be something when you're doing your sort of profiles, your social media kind of things. Or it also could be internally if you're in an organization selling concepts, selling ideas, and really kind of getting people to buy into what you're doing. And again, what do you use? You know, if you make, you know, if you think about other areas that, you know, if you make electricity, you know, you use nuclear power, for example, or if you're growing crops, you might use fertilizer. But what do you use for growing and sort of doing your own stuff? And again, I think it comes back to personal energy, personal power, personal drive. And if I take another example, just someone that's a bit more closer to my own experience, which is organizational design development where often you're trying to nudge and move organizations to where they need to get to in order to deliver their underlying mission or reason for existing. So what do you have? What do OD practitioners have to make that happen? And if I go back to it again, it's individual. It's that kind of use of self. It's that power. It's that drive. And it's really about making things happen. So this week, I had the pleasure of working with a team who work in transformation and transformation if that's a term that's not familiar to you is often used in the health service for where things have to change radically to get to make things better so in healthcare we have things called uh, incremental improvements where one thing might get a bit better so you take one thing a system or a process or some kind of treatment that's working well and you make it as best as it can to move it forward that's called incremental change the other thing that goes on top of that is transformational change where you do something radically different to really make it best for the patient or get the best outcomes. So examples of transformation might be, for example, you might have seen this in your own local practice, but every time you used to ring up to speak to a GP or a, or a general practitioner, you would want to speak to the general practitioner. Whereas now transformation is undertaken in primary care where they have a range of professionals who are available through the, gen, the, the GP service, such as paramedics, psychologists, psychiatrists, um, physios, and you know lots of other things. You've got lots of specialties that support the, the GP, but really means for the patient, you get the best user. So rather than speaking to a GP and then, then referring you to this, you can ring up and in a quick assessment, you can get speaking to the nurse or the physio, whoever you need 
to get where you need to get to, to get that support you need. So that's an example of transformation. So you're not making things incrementally better, but transforming things and making things different so the person gets the best outcomes as quickly as possible. And you would have seen things in technology and other bits which are rapidly doing those kind of things. I mean, I just have to think back to the transformation that happened from um, Nokia phones sort of dominating the market to the first introduction of the iPhone and how that just transformed the landscape. And, you know, when the internet transformed the landscape and how AI is now transforming the landscape, it's very, very interesting to see how the things transform. But I'm going slightly off topic. <laughs> so back back to personal power. So with this team, this transformation team I was working with, it was very much around, you know, they're, they're trying to do lots of very complex things. It's very complicated. There's lots of moving parts, lots of stakeholders, lots of, you know, variables. It's a very, very complex environment. And with transformation, because I've worked in that field myself, it's very much around the, the thing you have that drives that forward is, again, like the teacher, like the salesperson, is that that use of self, that personal power and that energy that really kind of drives you forward. And so if that's our thing that we do, so in a knowledge economy, if sell, if our use of self is our ultimate power, is that the thing that we've got that makes us do what we do? How do we create our use of self-power? How do we make sure that when we turn up to those meetings, those really important meetings, we're switched on and ready to go? How do we ensure we've got the energy to keep going when times are tough and really sort of keep driving forward with our eyes on the mission when things aren't maybe going as planned and really kind of use that as a learning experience? And how do we keep all that going as well, not just for ourselves, but for our team and our wider sort of stakeholders and people who are invested as well? And for me, where it comes down to is this focus on well-being again. So we've talked about, I've talked about well-being before on previous podcasts. And for me, well-being is really, really important because in this knowledge economy and what we're doing at that personal power and that use of self really being our differentiating factor, how can we make sure that we're switched on, ready to go and, you know, ready to to sort of deliver the change and use of self as possible when we're in those environments? And this is where it comes back to. It's just that kind of, everyone has a slightly different routine, but I think there's some building blocks, which I think everyone would recognize. And I think number one is getting sufficient sleep. I think number two is getting sufficient, um, uh, the correct food that you're eating, you know, making sure it's not too sugar heavy or too caffeine dependent. It's very much around your physical well-being as well as your mental well-being. And so I'd like you just to have a ponder as you're listening to this around what are you doing? If you're, if you're in these areas where you have to use yourself to get a result, where the buck stops with you, where you need to do something to, to make something happen you're a trainer you're a teacher you're an educator you're a salesperson or if you just rely on relationships and everything you do how do you make sure that when you're in that environment you're ready to go and my number one tip that i kind of gave to this transformation team i was speaking to was very much around not thinking that well-being is a nice to have but looking at it as a business priority so if it's something that you i don't know you get your energy from taking the dog for a walk on a, on a saturday morning that's not a nice to have. If that's the thing that's going to set you up for the week, that is a business essential and needs to be prioritized that way. If you, I don't know, your your energy is uh, maybe shutting yourself in a room for a few hours and reading a book or just meditating or having some reflective space, that shouldn't be pushed for anything else because that is as important as the big meeting you've got later in the week. And if I use an example for me, my 
I, I spend a lot, and I've talked about this before, but I spend a lot of my life trying to be positive and forward-looking and really sort of, you know, being the person who can solution focus and really kind of make things happen. And so the way I like to unwind is to do a, a sport which is very, very uh, selfish. <laughs> it's the best way of doing it. It's all about me, and it's uh, the HEMA sport, uh, the, the historical martial arts that I've spoken about before. But the reason I like that sport is it's not a team-based sport, so I'm not off thinking about other people like I do when I'm at work. It's very much an individual, you know, you survive and thrive and, and win on your own and against other people. So it's very much a very selfish activity that you do as a group and you do as a team, but ultimately you're in there by yourself and you have to rely on yourself to make it happen. And that's where I get to use other parts of my personality, which maybe I don't use as, or exercise other parts of my personality. I maybe don't use as much when I'm in my uh, by my family or my work, in, my work life. So just uh, so the waffle today is really around, and I'm waffling on now, but really about really about thinking about what gives you power. If you have to use yourself, use of self, and that if again just to recap, the use of self is using your own internal energy to make things happen in whatever field you're working in. How do you refill that energy power? And if you don't know, it's worth asking your friends or your family and just saying, when when was I low in energy and when am I higher in energy? And especially your family will know from probably when you were a child uh, what kind of things energize you and what things de-energize you. So very much around maybe just asking friends and colleagues if you don't know um, what what is your maybe recharge. But if you do know, don't let it get bumped. Make sure that that happens because that is as important as anything else you do at work because that's where you get your energy from. So that's the weekly waffle this week. Uh, as always, delighted to hear your thoughts on what might be going on and what you're thinking. Uh, and otherwise, I look forward to seeing you again next week. Take care. Bye.